We are I. I sit here this morning thinking about how <clears throat> January has been a blur. Like when you stop and think about it, can you imagine that it's almost February 2023 when it seemed like Christmas was just here? It seemed like we were just celebrating the holidays and now it's almost February. So I stop and think when the days blur together, when the weeks blur together, the months and the years and the decades what would it be like if if none of that existed? If 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 Monday, Tuesday to Sunday, if there wasn't those days. Because there was a time when, you know, there was no such thing as the day of the week. There was just another sunrise and another sunset. There was no real such thing as two o'clock, eight o'clock, six fifteen, you know, seven twenty-three, four twelve. There's no such thing. There was sundials that kind of gave you a reference of how much sun do you have left in the day. There's no real concept of years. You know, like what this means or necessarily even birthdays, Christmases or holidays. There was just existence. And this goes back to that question that my my oldest daughter asked me the other day. Like, what is the purpose of life? Again, there's there's no purpose. We see that because of all the extinction events of you know other species, like I was you know briefly explaining. The meaning of life obviously completely different. Like you can create a a lot of meaning, you know. But think how simple meaning was when there was no days and weeks and months and years and time, birthdays or Christmases. Like the meaning of life was strictly just being able to live. And that was a real primal feeling that we all attached to because it was, you know, I feel cold. I don't want to feel cold. You know, I feel scared. I don't want to feel scared. I feel hungry. I need to eat. You know, I I sat beside this fire and that felt good. How could I do this again? You know, all of these very simple, basic, primal things that all of these other species in the world still live off of. Whether that be a, a mosquito, a, an ape, a shark, a penguin, a kangaroo, an eagle, it doesn't matter. They all live basically on this, this same premise, premise, whether or not they have an actual understanding where they are at in you know, space and time or not, you know, in relationship to what they think that that may mean, unlike our definition of what those things are. So like when you sit there in this space, if you can bring yourself there for a second, if you have any time as you're listening to this or any time today to bring yourself to a point where time and day and birthdays and Christmases and all that stuff, they don't mean anything. And, you know, the houses we live in and the cars we drive and the grocery stores we go to, all those things, they're not really there. There's people there's not people in the way that we see people today. There's just people that we are very connected to. It's like 
your friends and family, maybe this is a good exercise. You know, like, let's all do this right now. Let's, let's bring ourselves to that perspective that our homes, as we see them today, they cease to exist. We have shelter, but it's not that. So bring yourself to there. Transportation ceased to exist the way that we see transportation today, but you still have legs. You can still walk. You can still move around. So bring yourself to there. Bring yourself to that your family exists, your friends exists, or exist, but everybody else is gone. What does that look like? Take that time. When your eyes are closed, that if your friends and your family existed and everybody else was gone, do you have the capacity to be able to even imagine what that world looks like? And when you're there, does it feel lonely? Does it feel comforting? Does it feel natural or does it feel inauthentic? What does that world look like to you? Is it a lot more simple or does it seem a lot more complex? Is it a world that seems familiar to you or very foreign? When I close my eyes, I see this beautiful landscape, the plains. I don't see the mountains. I I almost see the mountains off in the distance, but I, I quickly realize that this is very southern alberta where i see the the open plains but the rocky mountains are there in the distance like you know that they exist but they seem almost fake they're so far away but clearly defined on a beautiful day how long it would take to to walk there you know who knows but you see all this land around you see the the grass swaying and the the gentle wind you see these very small little rolling hills tiny 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 you see nothing but land and you look around you and it's a vast open space of not really much of anything I see myself standing on the the edge of a coulee overlooking you know a river at the the bottom of this coulee I see that it's maybe, you know, three, four, five hundred feet down to this river. I see that it's a lot more lush in that area that where I'm standing, but I don't see anybody else around. I almost see this image of a, you know, an Indian, a First Nations individual standing on top of this hill holding a spear with a, a feather waving in the wind off this spear. But again, this is an image that I've seen millions of times growing up in Southern Alberta, but this is where my mind goes when I, when I bring my mind to that place. I don't see a horse. I don't see a car. I don't see shelter of any kind. I don't see any other people. I just see this, this image, which I can very much see is a, you know, an individual. Maybe this individual is me standing at the edge of this coulee looking down at this river basin that you know, this is very much like the, the old man river coulee system that I grew up playing in, which is hundreds of feet down in these, you know, very soft, mellow, you know, hills that go down to the, the bottom of this river. You know, I see this and 
this there and lies the simplicity to me. You know, the the more that we define with all of these things like, you know, days of the week and time and years and birthdays and Christmases and Thanksgivings and all these kind of things, cars and homes and bigger social networks and, you know, what can you do as your job, as your occupation, recession proof, you know, do you have enough finances to be able to counter inflation? You know, do you agree with the policies of your local government, provincial or state governments and the federal government? Do you understand and, you know, appreciate globalization and one world government and the World Economic Forum and, you know, wars with neighboring countries? And, you know, again, we have the West fighting proxy wars and, you know, places where we should never be and, you know, like all these kind of things. But I go back to standing on the edge of this coulee looking down at this river and take a breath of fresh air. But again, that's just my vision. That's my understanding. And that's my, my version of what if all the onion skins were peeled away, what is the image that I see of myself? This is the image that I see of myself. So if you have a little bit of time today, maybe narrate that experience for yourself and slow the world down enough and clear out the clutter enough to be able to understand who you are inside when all those things are peeled away. What is your subconscious telling you? Who are you in that space? So the question of the day is, can you get there? Can you clearly see who you are inside? The person who's deep inside of you, the consciousness that's deep inside of you, who they connect with the most. When you quiet the noise to see the reflection of yourself in the mirror.